Welcome to Spiritual Coach. I'm the host with the most repping the Holy Ghost, Brandon Tribble. I appreciate you stopping by. Now let's get to work on them spiritual muscles. Hello and welcome back to Spiritual Coach. Today we're talking about how the devil attacks. When serving the Lord, if you are not receiving opposition, then something might be wrong. Because the devil only heavily attacks those who he sees as a threat. And will do so by a volley of different methods. But thankfully, the Bible tells us that we will not be ignorant of his devices or his traps. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 2, 10 and 11. Now whom you forgive anything I also forgive. For if indeed I have forgiven anything, I have forgiven that one for your sakes in the presence of Christ. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. You see that? The devil has tricks up his sleeve. He has different traps, devices, whatever you want to call it. And unforgiveness is one of them. So, and to spring that trap, as it would be, as it, as it were, we need to use forgiveness. We need to forgive like God tells us to. Ephesians 6, 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. See, we are not really fighting against each other. We're really fighting against spiritual foes that we can't see. We need to make sure that we're constantly aware of this fact because the devil is constantly attacking us. And he will use people to do this. Here's a couple methods that he uses. He twists God's word and he tempts. He tempts us. Let's go to Luke 4. I'm going to read 1 through 13. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. See, that's something that we forget about. Jesus wasn't just tempted the three times at the end. He was tempted 40 whole days by the devil. And in those days, he ate nothing. And afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Amen. What a blessed truth that is for us right now. We may have not have had this full understanding if Jesus wouldn't have been tempted. But nevertheless, we live by every word of God. We live by the whole word of God, the whole Bible. Nevertheless, the devil tries to tempt Jesus, and Jesus uses the word to fight back. Then in verse 5, Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you, 
and their glory for this have been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship me, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. In a moment of time, the devil was able to show Jesus all the kingdoms of the world. So as he's sitting on this mountain, can you imagine Jesus seeing like a movie or a, or a bunch of passing images of all these different kingdoms that he could be over? And the devil says, all you got to do is worship me and all this will be yours. You know, the devil's still promising people fame and fortune today. All you got to do is just worship Satan and he'll give you what you want, all your desires. But you don't realize the price is your soul and it's not worth that. Let's go to verse 8. And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then he brought him up to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and he said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time, until the right time, until again he was going to come back and tempt him again sometime. That's the same way with the devil, with us. He will keep coming at you. He's going to keep tempting you. But Jesus over and over just rebuked him with the word. And that's how we got to fight against the devil's attacks against us too. He's going to try and twist God's word. And he's going to try to tempt us. But we got to be smarter than that. We're not ignorant of his devices. Here's another way. He lies. He just flat out lies to you. John 8.44 you are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Meaning these, these lies are welling up inside of him. They're coming from his own resources, not from God. This is this his nature. He's the father of lies, constantly lying. He's going to lie to you about all kinds of stuff. Give you empty promises, lie to you about God's word, lie to you about God's character, all kinds of stuff. But don't believe his lies. Believe God and his word and his truth. Unfortunately, the devil also attacks us internally in our minds. Romans 8, 5 through 6. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Unfortunately, the devil is going to hit us at our hit us in our mind. He's going to try to get us to be carnally minded, focusing on the things of this world, but we need to be focusing on the things of the Spirit. Romans 7.23 But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. The devil's using our flesh against us. He's trying to tempt us in, the, in our mind. Then verse 25 as well. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord 
So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Sometimes we do mess up. Sometimes our flesh gets us trapped up in sin, but we need to make sure we get our mind right in the ways of God. Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Don't be conformed to the world. Be transformed by the renewing or the continual refreshing of what is good in your mind. Amen? You got to keep rehashing things that are good. Keep bringing that up, not things that are evil. Keep putting goodness before you in your mind. Keep meditating on things that are good. 2 Corinthians 4. 3 through 4. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age, or the devil, has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. It's the devil who is trying to blind them, to trying to deceive them in their minds. The devil's attacking you in your mind. But don't be deceived. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5 For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. See, the devil is coming at us in our minds. He's trying to wage a warfare in our minds. But we don't use carnal weapons. We use the Word of God as our weapon. We use the name of Jesus as our weapon. We use praise and faith as our weapons. And uh, the faith of, as a shield to protect us. And God gives us so many pieces of armor so that we don't have to be victims but we can be victorious over the devil. And we will take those thoughts the devil's trying to use to get us to, te- to tempt us, to try to get us to fall into sin. We'll take them and make them, we'll take them captive and say, no, I'm not going to think that. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. You will be in obedience to Christ. You will make your mind obey. Titus 2.6 Likewise, exhort the young men to be sober-minded fully conscious of your surroundings, fully sober in your mind, knowing that the devil's trying to get you. He's trying to mess you up, but don't fall to those temptations. 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, sinking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Meaning, we got brothers all over the place still dealing with the same thing you are. We're all suffering in this. We're in the war. But resisting just like our Savior did, just like the best example you will ever have, Jesus. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. You want to see the devil tuck tail and run? Resist him. Be sober. Be vigilant. The devil's walking around looking looking for people. He can get trapped up in his sin, get trapped up in his traps. But we need to be aware of this. Here's another one. The devil will hit you with doubt. 
Genesis 3, 1 through 3. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. See, the devil already starting to get Eve to have doubt to what God said. He's trying to get her tripped up with doubt, and the devil's going to hit you with the same thing. Oh, does God really want you to obey everything in the Bible? Does God really want you to be faithful all the time? Don't you think God wants you to have fun sometimes? You know, he'll get you doubting. Maybe maybe, you know, maybe God is, is pretty cool with me. Maybe me and God have a special understanding. He always does that. He tries to hit you with doubt. And then if that don't work, he'll hit you with some fear. 1 John 4.18 There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We don't need to fear anything. God's on our side. God's got us under control. God's protecting us. Who do you need to fear? Of whom should you be afraid? God is on your side. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Who's bringing the fear then? It's the devil. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. No, that if we have perfect love, it casts fear out. I'm going to just trust in my God. I'm going to have faith in Him. You know, unfortunately, the devil will even use our friends and family. And for time's sake, I'm not going to read all these stories, but the devil used Eve to get to Adam. The devil used Job's friends and his wife to get to Job. The devil used David's wife to get to David. Matter of fact, the devil even tried using Peter to get to Jesus. Listen to this. Matthew 16, 21 through 23. From that time, Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and to suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. See, Jesus understood that he wasn't dealing with flesh and blood. He wasn't dealing with Peter. He was dealing with Satan using Peter to get to him. And in the same way, the devil will use those closest to us to try to get to us, our friends and our family. He won't always be successful, but sometimes he can be. But we need to be mindful of that and realize it's not really my friends, not really my family member that's trying to do this. this is devil, the devil behind this. this is Satan. And rebuke the devil. You may not even say that to your family's face or your friend's face, but rebuke Satan because you know who's really behind it. You know, unfortunately, the devil will even use those people that are in your town. Matthew 13, 55 through 58. Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, 
Simon and Judas and his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country and his own house. Now he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Now this doesn't necessarily say that Satan was there doing this, but he very well may have been. And in the same way the devil can use people in your town to do the same thing to come against you, he can use people in your country. John 5, 16 through 18. For this reason the Jews persecuted Jesus and sought to kill him because he had done these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father has been working until now, and I have been working. Therefore the Jews sought all the more to kill him, because he not only broke the Sabbath, but also said that God was his father, making himself equal with God. You just have to know that the devil was behind the scenes instigating things like this, causing people to think certain things, causing people to say certain things to try to escalate this killing of Jesus. The devil will also obviously use sin and things of this world. 1 Timothy 6, 6-11 Now godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing with these, we shall be content. Amen? But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil for which some have strayed from the faith in their greediness and pierced themselves through with many sorrows but you O man of God flee these things and pursue righteousness godliness faith love patience gentleness amen the devil's going to try to use riches the things of this world sin all these different kinds of desires to tempt you as a snare to trap you and, it, and if he's successful he can even lead you away from god but you do not be ignorant of his devices realize what's happening fight against it second timothy 2 22 through 26 flee also youthful lusts but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. If God, perhaps, will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. The devil wants us to do his will. He wants to use these snares, lusts, and all these other things the devil uses to try to get us to do his will. That's what he wants us to do to hurt God. But God will hopefully help us to come to our senses so that we can escape that snare. Amen? And we as other loving brothers have to be able to help correct those who are sinful and living in error. We have to try to help them 
to the best of our ability if they will listen. Sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. That's not up to us. We just need to try our best. Unfortunately, the devil also will hit us with pains in the flesh. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 7 And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet or attack me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Matter of fact, this is Paul talking here, and he even prayed three times, please take this away from me. And God answered him back and said, my grace is sufficient. So unfortunately, he also, if you look through the book of Job, he attacked Job. The devil has access to attack us in our flesh. Man, sometimes that can get us really down. And we sometimes, if he's successful, he can even get us mad at God. God, why do you keep allowing this to happen to me? Or even, we might even think, God, you're doing this to me. No, what's really happening is the devil. And he's trying to get us mad at God. But we got to be smarter. we gotta, we got to not be ignorant of those devices, of those traps, of those tricks. Those temptations, we need to be smarter than that. Thankfully, we are not going to just sit there and take it, right? We fight back. As we read already in 2 Corinthians 10.4, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So we have weapons, alright? What are some of the weapons we have? Alright, James 4.7 Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You can resist. Just resisting the devil, submitting to God first, and then resisting the devil, and then the devil leaves you. And we also can fight back in the name of Jesus. We fight back with praise, with prayer, and with the Word of God. Amen. That is our sword. We don't have to sit there and take this thing lying down. We can fight back. Get in the game, folks. Don't just be easy pickings. Resist that foe that's coming against you, just like our Lord. Rebuke him. Rebuke the devil, and he will flee from you. Amen. Go read Ephesians 6, 10 through 20 if you haven't already, and I have already done a podcast on the armor of God. Go check that out right after this one if you haven't already. I thank you for listening. Stay tuned to the next one. See you later, and God bless you.